0: metaverse. It's like the biggest letdown, right? All these promises of the future. I feel like I was at what's that tomorrowland at Disney World. I was like, oh, this is it. And you realize like, oh, this is supposed to be now what they're talking about 50 years ago. And it's I like that book where it's like in
1: 50 years, the
2: flying cars yeah.
1: and 2020.
0: You're like, where's our flying cars, Mr. Jetson? Please. Yeah.
2: Have y'all seen any, not just in home building, but like can you think of one like really cool example? No. Heaven.
1: Mm-mm. More, I think last week I was talking about the AI generated images for Coca-Cola creating ads from it. But I feel like there's there's just too many lost opportunities within like physically having to be somewhere or like Mm-mm. thinking it's going to replace office workers. But it's, it's like if I have to put on glasses to work remotely and yeah. it, it would just be such a weird level of, I don't know, a, a need for a company to ne- like need that from me. But 100%. I can see a tech company being like, it's required for six months and then everyone kind of fizzling out.
0: Like, oh, I didn't, I could, I did, I forgot to charge it yesterday. I can't work for four hours. Yeah. <laughs> <but> shoot, sorry.
1: <laughs> my Apple mouse already does that. So I feel like- Oh,
0: it's the worst design ever, isn't it? Oh if my you can charge gosh. it and use it. I think that's the problem with it. We'll, we'll talk about it later in the episode. It didn't solve a problem, mm-hmm. right? Like, and, and it's like, they put the product before the demand was there. Like we think about Uber, people hate taxis whatever and they want more on demand and areas like me like to get a taxi is kind of difficult versus downtown you just wave your hand or in vegas like they're waiting for you it worked well food delivery during the pandemic you know uber yeah. eats doordash it solved problems it reduced friction metaverse was innovative but it didn't solve a problem compared to like chat gpt or we talked on the last episode on the um ai uh, computer generated images or just editing like make this home winter or yeah. change it to a sunset. You're like, cool, that actually solves a problem, has a purpose.
1: Yeah, I don't have to it's wait diverse. a one week turnaround from a company to yeah. potentially have these alterations.
0: That's yeah, pretty cool. Well, I guess let's get started.
3: Welcome to Market Proof Marketing, the podcast from the industry leaders at Do You Convert, where we talk about the current and future state of marketing and online sales for builders and developers across the globe. We're not here to sell you, we're here to help you and to try and elevate the conversation. Is there a topic you'd like us to cover or a question you'd like us to answer? We'll do it. Simply send an email to show at doyouconvert.com.
0: So welcome to episode 272. I'm Andrew Peak. And with me today is Jackie Lipinski and Julie Jarnigan.
1: Thanks for having me. Hello, hello.
0: Yeah, of course, of course. Hello, <laughs> we're all here. This wow. is so exciting. Kevin's in Guatemala.
1: Helping, yeah, and he's.
0: I feel like he's sharing all. the most pictures this year, live and in, in person, or like in real time, which has been fun to follow. At least on Twitter. If you're not following him on Twitter, that's where you get the most of Kevin's brain.
2: I'm seeing sure. them on Instagram stories. That's
1: where okay. I'm getting yeah, that definitely on stories. Mm-hmm. He's like filling the content voids in each <laughs> uh, each thing. That's necessary.
0: Yeah. Well. yeah. It's it's pretty cool, and it, what's fun is seeing how far like that. I don't even know the right word. Charity has progressed from when he first started to be a part of it to, to now, I still am terrified to go because I'm like, I will have some digestion disease Max. issue or something. I'm like, can I just, <laughs> I'll give get it by mosquito
1: money. and be down for weeks. So yes,
0: that's what will happen for sure. I'll get stuck there. And then I'll come home like two months later. Likely what, what would happen? Hopefully not. Story time. Who wants to go first?
1: I can go first. Yeah, I've had some builder meetings lately and they're trying to think of incentives or or unique ways to get people just a little off that fence and to just have a little bit more commitment to the spec homes. And so, so kind of, um, about two weeks ago, I bought a new car and I'm a, I'm a psycho when I go to research, like how to psychologically, like how did how does salespeople psychologically impact me and how do they psychologically impact the buyer and what are the tricks? It is war. It it, like, and, and I shouldn't (laughs) feel like it's war, but I definitely, I told my husband, I was like, I'm bad cop. We're going in. (laughs) I'm hating every feature. I'm just, I'm not going to be nice. I'm going to ask for everything. I'm going to walk away. I was like, here's all the steps I'm going to take go. And so one of the psychological things that when you trade in your car that they'll do but I don't want to say as a negative because it, it's, it's more positive in the situation is when you go to trade in your car, there's a psychological thing they'll do where they'll take your keys so that the mechanic can go check your car to give you your trade-in value. Mm-hmm. They'll come back. They might have your keys in their pocket. They don't tell you they have your keys. They, they'll, they want that moment to psychologically tell you that your your mind shift should or your mindset should shift to I have sold my car to them. Like they don't want you to have that power yeah. back in their hands. And so that's what I'm seeing with some of these people who have spec homes who are like, I just need a tool to create that conversation to hold on to their keys. And if it's like a $99 contract fee or if it's um some kind of other creative element of incentive, you have to sign up to, to get this within this time frame, just getting them to be a little more confident. And then you as a, I don't want to say car salesman, because that is a terrible comparison to our industry, but you just want to <laughs> hold the psychological keys to their car, I think, and and just make them feel more, more confident as well. So not, not a a psychological negative trick. It's more just like, Let's get you on over. Let's have you already feel like you bought the house and let's let's keep moving forward. And I know the um the builders who are kind of doing that incentive haven't necessarily mentioned even an increase in cancellations, which has been
0: yeah, it's very, very cool. unique
1: and very cool. Yeah. So just kind of thinking of I th- I think there's always like, also like everyone thinks you have to do this big commitment. It's sometimes it's just like just have them like just have them jump a tiny like, tiny hoop. Like just make that process smoother because I think everyone's still just ex. I would say the last two years, three years exhausted of like having to jump through hoops and do this. And if a builder's still making things complicated, it's like, please, please just make this smoother for me as the customer to just go take my keys. Let's get this this trade in slash buy up about my house. I'm ready to go.
2: Going back and looking at, if you've never sat in on kind of the process a customer goes through. We did this once at Idle Homes with the like contract signing process. Sometimes we're like, oh, the salespeople need to tell them this and that and that. And then you realize if you go see it, how much information they're getting, how complicated it ends up being. So yeah, not just the contract step, but all the steps and marketing, all the just taking another look at what a customer actually goes through and pulling out roadblocks in different areas to see if that moves the needle at all.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's almost like that psychological. There's probably like a a um, a real word for this that I just don't know. But they're almost by holding your keys, mm-hmm. you then have to ask for your keys. Yeah. Which is down a step of like you're choosing to not only say no, which I think a lot of people have a hard time saying no, like just mentally, like saying no. Some people are like they're yes people. Oh, that's a yeah, they would say yes to mm-hmm. anything. Cause saying yes is easier. So there's they, they have to say no to the new car. And I have to say, yes, like, hey, where are my keys at? That feels like it's almost like a confrontation. So there's that, like, mental fatigue and kind of barrier there. Um, almost like I feel like some restaurants will do, like, hey, here's our desserts, and they're bringing them out to show you. And then you, you're looking at it. So not only have to say, no, I don't want a dessert, it's right in front of you. You're almost like, take those away from me. And then mm-hmm. I have to tell you, no, you're saying no all their, three times almost. No, I don't want dessert, No dessert. So that's interesting as far as, like, moving that over to uh, – to new homes, whether that's that dollar amount or if there's something else that could get them to be just further committed, further like, oh, we're almost like we're so close to just signing. Like we just might we might as well keep going. Like if they could afford it, if they if they're qualified on those sorts of things. If there's some some other mechanisms as well. Well, and
1: yeah. And I think that kind of comes down to, you know, we've been talking about lately, like the biggest thing that we've seen shift is people having to sell individual homes. But I think it also goes along with we have to sell to individual people now. Like everyone has their own unique challenges that they're trying to go over and and solve. So it's also like the choose your own incentive package of like what's that person needs rate buy down. That person wants the $99 contract. That person, you know, needs X. And, And just really empowering your sales team to also have that flexibility, but also not like I think word dump and be like, you can choose these 17 options. Like- make listen to that story that they need and then make your recommendations of how they best can use that. Yeah. I think we also see that where it's like, uh, like, Oh, make like Julie saying, explain everything we offer to this, to the buyer. It's like, well, they really just need to sell their house. And so we can, we can do this promo for them and that's how it would benefit the Miller family the best. So
0: definitely. I yeah. agree. I agree. I'll go okay. because my, uh, my story is pretty quick. So reviews, everyone talks about reviews. We need more reviews. I think that's always a question or like always, I think I get thing gets put on the back burner until a bunch of negative reviews happen. And then it's like, oh, oh we actually need more reviews. Mm-hmm. And then it gets forgotten about again. Then it peaks back up. So we own like a, a small gym in the area. It's like my side hobby thing. It's five minutes down the road. It's perfect. And we're like, we need more reviews. Mm. And my mind immediately goes to this. So this story for the marketer my mind goes to like, Oh, we got to do some like cool marketing thing. Da 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 da. Like I'm thinking like, Oh, we could do this here. Then this here. We could have this type of incentive. We could have this type of signage in the gym. It's like a private training studio thing. Like let's just do that way. And then my wife is like, why don't we just ask people? Like we're smaller. (laughs) We literally know everyone at, at the gym. Like it's, it's small connected. You're either like friends with us or you're like one step away. Like there's no random people. I'm like, you think that'll work people just like be nice for no reason She's like yeah like they moved from that gym over there to here to train because they're friends with us etc so sure enough we just asked and it was like review 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 oh
2: that's nice we but went here's, from here's the thing the ask was coming from a part like yes. person Someone they're familiar and with not just from random company once you there was like that personal
0: and it's one to one. So, it's so in you have person to think or, about
2: who's right. Who at your company is asking for the review? So Julie,
1: I would say yes. twenty minutes before this podcast, I got a text message from my hair salon that I've I went to a month ago, and mm-hmm. they it was a blanket text message just saying thanks so much for being a client. We really love to hear your feedback. Please give us a review. But it was it looked like a generic link. It wasn't from a person's name, and I just like swiped and I said delete. Like, I think yeah. the same thing where I was like, listen, I, I had a great experience with Carly, my haircut person, but Carly should have texted me just like, Hey, we're really trying to wrap up our review. Would reviews. you have done like,
0: it if Carly asked? I
1: think I would have. I think I would have. And more I think likely, she, more likely. That's in hair the haircut. moment Whereas as I'm getting my hair cut, she's like, Hey, we're really trying to get reviews. Like if you'd really love your service today, feel free to give us one. I'd be like, yeah, okay. I'm in marketing. Like if, I should be doing yeah. this more often. So thanks for the reminder. And I think that yeah, that personal yeah. aspect definitely point,
0: needs to happen. Or good reminder because I mean that's what we end up doing. It wasn't just like ask on an Instagram story, like leave us a review, thanks. It was whether in person. The next time we saw, like, okay, we know these people. They're more technical. They wouldn't mind. Like for them, it, that's there's no barrier. Versus like, all right, that guy, he's he hates his phone, all that stuff. But it was the right person asking at the right time. Yeah, which is like, should it be the salesperson? They hate probably not. Maybe the the OSC that that solved every problem week after week after week for them. Yeah, that might be the good person. Just don't overload them. Like, hey, there's 50 people we need you to contact and see if you get a review out of.
1: Robert, the owner of uh, one of the owners of my old builder, he would go personally to each person after they bought their house, like 30, 60 days out with a gift basket. And then she'd be like, yeah. And if you really liked your experience, like, you know, kind of allude to. Hey, leave us a review. But also, in the moment you're hearing that, like, well, it went great here. It didn't great go go here, and he's kind of having that one-on-one. And I think for smaller builders, that's really like the benefit of being small. Is like, so many yeah, builders yeah. try to automate so many things, and sometimes it's it's that. Hey, how's it going? I'm I'm Robert. Nice to meet you. How was, that was your- my
0: lesson? Like, you might automate this, and I'll take you, the marketer, ten hours to do, yeah. and maybe get four reviews versus like, okay. 30 people, 10 people, whatever people take five minutes of their own time, which is not much time. And then now you'll end up with 50 new reviews or 30, whatever amount depends on how much volume you do. But I'm like, Oh, we over, we over complicated on the marketing yeah. side. Like we want it to be this cool, like, Oh, I did this thing. And look what I created. Not always the best. That's funny. Cool. How many to- reviews
1: do you have now? Andrew? Oh,
0: we're at uh, 14 now, I think, which <laughs> is, um, we opened January 21st and that was the first time we asked for anything. So yeah, I'm like okay, cool. I'm happy. Do you want to
2: call the builders all over the nation to give you some reviews? Yes.
0: they might get removed because it would make no sense. Um, that's the fun part with just uh, you would like, get
2: so many reviews.
0: We would, we would. It'd be great, and then they'd go away probably. Like, why do you have five hundred five star reviews from Washington? Yeah, and Idaho. I don't know. What do you got, Julie?
2: So our wonderful new coach, Beth, has been, we've been having little meetings with different people in the company so that she could do some training in some different areas. So she asked me specifically kind of like, how do you organize things and keep things organized and what's your process, which it's so funny to tell people, like to have to speak what your process is, because then you're like, this sounds so either complicated or weird, you know, cause you never really, you, everybody kind of, even if you don't know you have a process, you do, even if it's like, if your inbox is your inbox, you, you know, your to-do list, everybody has a process, whether they think they do or not. But what I realized is that I have multiple little to-do lists and a couple of them have become very important to me. So the first is just a normal, like urgent, I need to get this, done today or soon you know somebody's waiting on an ad or somebody's waiting on a response or whatever and then I have a separate list that's kind of like later like there's not a time limit but there was a training I wanted to watch or there's something that needs to get done eventually but nobody's waiting on it there's not a deadline right on top of me the other two though are kind of different I have a separate one for if I'm waiting on something from somebody else And I think that's the last two are things that often fall through the cracks. And so it, they turn out to be very helpful for me because if somebody says they're going to send me something, then my brain says, well, it's off my back onto their back. But then if I don't get it, then it's, you know, a month later. And I realize that that's never been done because they forgot or something got missed or whatever. And then the last one that I have is my done double check. Mm. And this, it's especially important for somebody like in my role, because, you know, we go build an ad, you don't know right away if it's working properly and all that. But I think right. for marketers, too, I think that's one that gets missed a lot. Like if you make a change in your CRM, or you do a new follow up process, are they really following that? Is it working properly? Is stuff feeding in? Do you have a landing page? Is it feeding in properly? Did you start a campaign for this certain area? Have you gone into analytics to see if those people are actually going Mm -hmm. in and how is the quality so I think having those last two is what helps a lot of things and I'm really worried I'm going to jinx myself today (laughs) (laughs) but those have been when I think a lot of marketers have a lot on their plate and they get to where they're just putting out fires and responding to whatever's happening and sometimes those like loose ends make cause problems. So those two things, my waiting on list and my go back, gun double checklist are really like important parts of my process now.
0: I like it. How do you treat your email?
2: Um, I keep it really cleared out. So okay. I try to move. I try to keep, you know, there's always like between five and 10 emails usually in there. Cause it's things that are kind of in process or I need to respond to, or I need to grab the photos mm-hmm. off of or whatever. Yeah, and then I sort mine in folders, even though I know you're not supposed to do that, but I filter them where they automatically have a tag so I can just archive it into a folder. But I try to keep my email really clean, but that's just because I'm a little, I need that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> my I think brain my needs email, that. If there's anything left in there that is actionable, it's like VIP. Like, cause I will see that yeah. thing like staring at my face. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. something, I use a lot of paper. At least I have like a notebook. I'll map out my day. Here's my to-do list. Then here's the other to-do list, which is my calendar. And then also whatever's left in my email. That's purposely there. Not not new emails coming in throughout the day. Yeah, but I don't have that done Done. double check. What was that? I well, feel like it was I like think, seven words. I loved it.
2: Yeah, done kind of, double check is what it's called on mine. And it doesn't matter if it lives on paper or lives in a project or lives in your calendar. Like it could be on your calendar too that you go enter it in one mm. week hey, on Tuesday, go check that to make sure. That's another place. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where you keep it. But I think trying to keep it just in your brain is oh, probably gosh. not the best place to keep it.
0: <laughs> um, it um, who, somewhere to live. We talked about him um, getting getting things done.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, um, I forgot one. his name,
0: but I think his whole point of his book is to not keep anything in your brain. Keep things in your brain. you can't. Mm-hmm. And so the, I've kind of adopted that where like, I don't even try to remember things. Which to me, that lowers my stress because if I'm sitting there like, oh, what do I need to do? I never think what I need to do because I'm like, well, this is what I need to do. It's right here next to me versus like, oh, shoot, what was that? At least I don't have those moments. But again, follow a process. yeah That's good. So I'll be curious to see what Beth does in the next few months as she. She gets busier and busier.
2: She probably got off that call and was like, "Okay, that's too <laughs> much. Like, oh, doing that. I, I was,
0: like, oh, I was totally showing crazy. her.
1: I was showing her my folder structures, of, and she's just like, "Okay, like, I was <laughs> like, there's, I was like, there's many ways that you can mm-hmm. figure out how to exactly like, many ways. You know. Like
0: this makes my brain happy, so yeah. this is exactly. what I'm doing.
2: Exactly,
1: that's
0: that's good. Yeah, most people work better when they have low stress. So, but I need well, not no stress. Lower stress. Lower stress. I need some I, stress to be the yeah. most productive. If I'm like, I got nothing to do today, then that's not a good day. Mm-mm. I haven't had one of those those days in very long.
2: <laughs> Since you had kids, if, probably. Whatever. <laughs> yeah.
0: There's always something. So cool. Well, let's uh go on to the news. What's up first, Jackie? What's oh, yeah. We one?
1: online sales. So one congrats, Andrew. You guys, we were having we always have an internal. Did we win? competition you did
0: what do we uh, win though coffee
1: a coffee it's minor
0: it's more like summit maybe bragging rights yeah
1: <laughs> as, as it's free for uh, <laughs> and jugs um but online sales academy still has a few tickets remaining um that's the end of april april twenty sixth and twenty seventh. and it's funny so we we created like yeah. oh here's here's the benefits here's what's going on uh and I, when i talked to uh jen about it she's like yeah you know what's really unique about this is like if you've come into the role in the last three years and you haven't had training, like it's a whole new job again. Like the job really just keeps refreshing. And so, um, there's so many people who maybe that we not, not people we work with, or, or if you're just trying to, um, fast start someone, the academy is like a, just, just a super great way to create friendships, meet in person and have real life experiences. So that is, um, Think what do I say? September.
0: Nope. Nope. That's a summit. April twenty sixth. <laughs> April twenty sixth hey, and I the wrong calendar. Thank you. I was actually, I was talking to Mike about this um yesterday, the one and only Michael Lyon. Mike Lyon.
3: Lyon.
0: And I'm like, because I went to the one in Phoenix right when the pandemic started. So February 2020. It was great. Um, so I'm like, cool, I I I would go. Now I'm not commission-based, I'm not an OSC, et cetera. But I'm like, Mike, because we were talking about this, um, because the academy. It's virtual. The marketing academy is virtual. It's always sold out. Only sales academy in person, much different level of commitment, flights, food, hotel, in person, you're out of office for X amount of days, all this stuff. So it's a a little bit more of a challenge. Um, but I'm like, Mike, like who pays for this? Like I, I personally, if I was an OSC, would it would pay the full, I'd have no problem paying the full ticket price myself. I know that that might not be the culture, as far as like, well, on-site agents don't have to pay for their training. Jeff Shore comes out, or whoever yeah. comes out, but I'm like, Mike, the ROI is there. Like, and I'm getting like, businessy on it. Like, here's the cost. Here's how many more appointments you should be able to expect from yourself if you're willing to put the work in. Yeah, like you pay it off in whatever amount of months, but you do pay it off, and then you should be now at a higher income level. Then, <laughs> well, or maybe you could. Like it was even
1: Jesse. She put that blog together. It was a few months ago of like, "Hey, we've done the math now of people who've followed a follow up process, and here's how much they make more a yeah. year." And so there is, yeah, that That's that right kind to. of causation of improvement. But um, if you feel like you need it, go to it. Okay. And if you feel like your team, you started a new person and you need them to ramp up faster, definitely send your people to it. So
2: and there's not very many tickets left. So especially by the yeah. time you hear this. You need yeah. to go register
0: asap. Yeah, it'll be in April when this is this is live. Yep. Yeah. and then for the, oh. the Market Proof Marketing Academy, um be, good luck.
2: No tickets. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Good luck, good luck.
0: Yeah, that's next week, or probably Excellent. when you're hearing this, it, it just happened. But the next one will be in November. So, yeah, definitely join the waitlist if that's something of interest. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it will be virtual again. It's just so much easier, and I think much more effective to be virtual yeah. versus in person for marketing. We just can't handle eight hours of marketing stuff a day like that. Mm-hmm. That's We've Not tried to happen. <laughs> We've tried. It's it's your brain's broken. So uh
1: next story is actually a, just a reminder I wanted to put in for everyone. Verify your Google ads account.
0: Oh my sure. goodness, do it. Steve. Verify everything. Life is so I feel much like easier. we're like
1: becoming the parents. We're like, You have ten days. Did you do I it? Know. I'm just like for Google. I'm wearing
0: a Google partners hoodie. Um <laughs> this is this should have been like brought to you by Google episode, but yeah, I feel like in same with Facebook. Like any disapprovals, any support. If you are, if you have two factor on, if your identity identity is verified, everything is so much smoother, oh, so yeah. much faster. Like try to be the okay. best advertiser for Facebook and Google in terms of policy and all your info. It definitely is worth the time. I think.
1: Yeah. So if you haven't been getting those notifications. Or if you don't work with us and you're getting those notifications, know that it is extremely yeah. important because your ads will stop showing in Google. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they're
2: not just threatening; they really will pause you. They will ads. do it. There's part They've of me that's it. like, you know what? Just if you're a competitor, don't.
1: <laughs> we'll pay less for our ads. Thank you. But you, you actually don't want that. Oh, that's so. funny. What's the next story there, Andrew?
0: Yeah, the next one. This one is from Zillow. So buyers are in the game, but interest rates are keeping sellers on the bench. I agree.
1: Yeah, that's like what we're
0: It's, it's crazy. Um, I think we've talked about this before, but just like I'll use myself as an example. We went to contract with our home end of 2018. We closed in 2019. We have a great rate. We, re- we refinanced, I think, 2021 for us to even buy a home that's slightly bigger, better, has a pool, whatever our mortgage would double like with, like, that's stupid, right? Mm-hmm. That makes no sense for like a slightly better home, if not a little bit smaller. Um, yeah, that's, it's not, so there's just inventory is not, it's not coming on, but it's still a lot of that creates opportunity for builders.
1: Yeah. And, and we're still seeing though, And what the data shows is like if a house, a resale house, in in particular, it seems like in this article, goes up for sale, they're still only on the market for 17 days because they're well-priced. But if someone's looking for a house and let's say it's, you know, 700 and man, it really needs a lot of work and it needs new windows still. And people are still in that 2020 mindset of what their house value is going to be. That's why a lot of people are still uh, and still shopping for new construction homes. It's because, well, it's the only availability it's the only solution to the um not having enough houses on the market so um i feel like we went into the year wondering what the year was going to be like and and almost that is really working in a positive spin unfortunately um for for some people but fortunately for us um regarding what they have as options so
0: (laughs) they have significantly less options like look at those options um st louis missouri average time um, live or median days on market six days. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, there's but, still like, everything is still quite low. Yeah. Um, I think we could guess the markets that are having a harder time, but mm-hmm. even those days like New York, New York, New York, 33 days. Yeah. I like, guess okay. that really that long, like you listed today, it sells May, like first week of May. That doesn't mm-hmm. seem bad. Today's the 30th of March. Yeah. That's good. Good for buyers. I mean, builders.
1: Buyers. So we'll, I, I think we'll just have to see. I know that there's always that big bump in the summer again before kids go to school. So if
0: yeah, life crazy. still happens,
1: yeah, you still have to move. People still have kids.
0: Move. You have to move or you don't want to rent anymore. So it's it's still going to, yeah, demand is still there, which is crazy. We're still seeing like all time crazy levels of traffic. Yeah. Highest levels of traffic since 2019 this month. Yeah.
2: I, and every time we're like, not the problem. <laughs>
1: I check it out, like I'll check it out Monday and I'll go, okay, we're still okay. like still there. Still, still there. Uh,
0: and that's been rates between like, I don't know, six and a half to 7% mm. with those crazy. So people are waiting, just like they said, they're on the, they're on the fence. They're just waiting to jump over and, and buy.
1: Yeah. I wonder if it's going to be one of those things of, they're going to wait a year and go, wow, I've made a mistake. So that's I what can see that. what's happening.
0: So. I can see that happening. For sure. This next one, well, this one's fun. We might talk a while about this one. Ah. I think a lot of people have seen this. Um, oh, not TikTok. Oh, I jumped to the, the next, next article. Let's get TikTok out of the way. So there's a 90% chance TikTok will be banned in the US unless it goes through with an IPO. First, have you all been watching, I forgot his name, the TikTok CEO, US CEO with, with, with um, Congress?
1: Oh, oh no. God.
0: They're I so funny. It's hilarious. And then I've all seen the pictures memes, of just
1: everyone brings the giant boards to show graphics to. They're the-
0: so bad, and there's accounts that are. It's on TikTok. They're making TikToks, making fun of the senators and all those people having the stupidest questions ever. Does TikTok connect to my home Wi-Fi? <laughs> and then he answers. He's like, "Thank you." He's like super respectful. Answers it thoroughly. It's like the opposite of what Mark Zuckerberg was in 2019. He's like, "Well, that would depend on if." The the Wi-Fi is on on your phone, if it would connect through your Wi-Fi, just like, and then he explains, like, any other device on your home network, and he answers it thoroughly, but they're like, so can it talk to the other devices? And they're just, they're like looking. And I'm like, this poor guy um, is just having to answer these super dumb questions. Everyone's watching, like, this is really, like, I'm sure, like, the support staff for that senator is like, oh my gosh, this is embarrassing. Like, this is my great-grandmother asking questions about how the internet works.
1: I would say the biggest thing with TikTok potentially being banned is one, of course, we will have an American copycat program. Uh, Of course, the content creators don't want to lose their revenue. Uh, There will be something else to replace it in some form or fashion. But I think um, in terms of I think we've talked in the back end of just how it's connected. There's I think there's just an odd amount of gray area of. Yeah, TikTok ownership. I think it's I just
0: don't trust people. any of them. So I'm like, mm. I, I don't roll my eyes at it, but I'm like, none of our stuff's truly private or like who not not to say who cares. And they're not going from privacy. They're going after security of the nation yeah, um, or whatever. But it's like, is any of it, I don't know. I sound like I'm a conspiracy theorist on that one, maybe a little bit, but like Facebook, like if you do something illegal on Facebook, you'll have a knock on your door
3: mm-hmm. for what
0: you did. So is it private? No, it's not private. They know exactly who did what. Um, so it's. I think they'll see if there is the IPO. If they end up banning it, someone will buy it. Yeah, um, buy it out.
2: Yeah, with, I like the the last line was like for Meta and Zuckerberg as well as Snapchat and Google. Watching the TikTok hearing was like eating popcorn and watching a good movie. <laughs> the social media disruption from TikTok will clearly benefit Meta and Snapchat. Yeah. Front and center in the eyes of the street. So yeah, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure they're hoping (laughs) hoping this will happen and and are enjoying watching him have to answer all these questions.
0: I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, when you have time, everyone listening, if you haven't seen them, I I don't know what to search for, but just you'll find the videos, TikTok hearings, Congress hearing, and there'll be all the videos. They are so funny. Um, And you'll go like, really, this is who's in charge of like conducting this quote investigation or getting the testimony. Like, This is embarrassing.
1: Well, yeah. And I think that also goes with then the next story, which it, I'll let you go on, Andrew.
0: So the next one um is from uh, let's see, this is fortune.com. Um, yeah. Elon Musk and Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak, so some pretty smart people, mm-hmm. among over eleven hundred other equally smart and intelligent people, sign open letter calling for a six-month ban on creating powerful artificial intelligence. Ooh.
1: I joked so, with Julie. Um, I was like yeah. I was like, I know how I feel. Let's see how Reddit feels. And so I I saw what their consensus was. And the biggest consensus that I kind of agreed with is, is uh, hmm, I really need to figure out time how to compete with this and optimize it for my own company. So hold on a second there. It almost seems like we just, oh, it that. grew too fast and, and we don't really have a, a competitive program against it. So let's uh, let's say it's dangerous and let's put out a bunch of news articles saying it's dangerous. Um Cause I don't necessarily think it is. I, I think I'm more aligned with how Kevin thinks of it as a calculator. I think it's just like a, a good little helpful tool. And I know that I talked to a marketer who's already linked up the uh, chat GPT version four with their search on their own website. Right. Andrew, what was the,
0: mm-hmm. what yeah, it was um, so it turns out later, later I did some more research on it. Um, you could integrate with WordPress mm-hmm. chat GPT Um so I'm not sure how powerful and strong it is, but yeah, I mean, it's, it is definitely a tool you should be utilizing and learning how to use even yeah. things like you have a, a paragraph you say, take this, take this paragraph, make it a bulleted list. And then it shoots it out and it makes perfect sense. You're like, Oh, that saved me a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Or like rewrite, make this email happier, make this email more corporate sounding, whatever you it to rewrite or, and that's just like rewriting. Yeah. And then there's a whole like whatever else you want to do. I with think
1: it. Julie was our chat GPT at, do you convert? And now yeah, she I, was. I feel like no one has to slack you at so, all times. So you feel like, Julie, can you check the spelling on this? Awkward
0: Sorry. timing, Julie. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right? We have chat GPT now. I'm so sure I really God, I think there's, there's like the job fearing people. And then <laughs> I, my brain goes to like, I'm like, I get, I definitely feel a little conspiracy theory or dystopian fear over it. Um, I think we, if we fast forward 10 years, what could it be? What harm could it conduct? What could it do on its own? Who sets the safety guards? And I talked a while ago about like, well, what, what is truth? And this is where we get philosophical, like, um, or where's truth being held? You could write into chat, create a diet for someone with celiac disease. Mm-hmm. Right, you put it in there. Well, how did it know that? Where who who decided that it knew? It's like what Wikipedia,
1: and the teacher's is not teaching, feeling co- like they're like, don't right. like, go get the sources, but don't steal the copy. Like go research it yourself. And I feel like that's almost the same for this, where it's like check your sources. But unfortunately, that's what ChatGPT doesn't necessarily have. Okay. It has it has too much to grab from that might have opinions. Is that what you're kind of saying?
0: Yeah, I, I think that's so. That's like just truth. As far as like, and that's like, that's odd. That's a whole debate in itself. Like, what is truth? Is there truth? Whatever. But then there's also like, well, what if that type of tech or whatever is utilized in um, water management utilities or power? Or, yeah, say power for Texas. Remember a couple years ago, they're they're dumb and people died, right, because of mismanaged power. Do you remember that? The free the well, I'm the, the also thinking of so what if office. it did something that then caused that? Yeah. And then people there's no power for this area or not enough power, whatever it may be. So there could be real life consequences that a human would override, mm-hmm. but because it's never learned that thing, or maybe it, it learned the wrong series of things because whatever it may be. And then there's the consequences of that. But there's also consequences regardless. So this yeah. is where I don't know if it's making any sense. It's like
3: should we have
0: cars that self drive? Well, they're dangerous. It's like, and humans aren't dangerous. What are you talking about? There's hundred many people that die each year yeah. in a car accident, which one is less dangerous when that make the most sense. I,
1: I think it goes along with, um, I think there's that fable of like, the guy has to fix the machine and he comes in and he like tightens a screw and he's like, that'll be $10,000. And they're like $10,000. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I just knew how to fix it. I think that's the same thing with, we're going to have to have these bumper car kind of new jobs that will come up. And even oh, in one of the articles sure. talking about like, Oh, you know, how, 20 years ago, how many of our jobs existed? Not probably a lot of them. So in yeah, 20 years, what what jobs will be created in relation with the AI monitoring AI, writing prompts for AI, figuring out best practices for handling AI. Um, and maybe that is kind of what they're saying is I, I, with too many higher up people, I'm always like, they're thinking of monetization. Mon- how do they make money off of it? But there might actually obviously be some real life.
0: Yeah, I think I think both can exist exactly. for sure. I think it could mm-hmm. be both. Yes.
2: So one of the examples they gave, if you read like the Twitter th- thread, was um, if you used an AI model meant to discover new drugs to t- create pathogens instead. So there could be like some dangers in the wrong hand of what these learning models could do. But what I think is funny is to me, the fact that they're signing this ban petition, like how do you enforce it? What does it yeah. even mean? It's so vague. It's like if all the third graders get together and sign a petition to have longer recess and hand yes. it, like it, mean, it doesn't mean do. anything. So, I mean, that's all fair and good that y'all say that this could get out of hand because it could. I think it could. Um, but this, it's meaning this ban like you're signing something a ban how are you going to stop people and how are you going to stop the people that won't use it for bad things from building models like it's the cat's already out of the bag yeah (laughs) i don't know how you're gonna yeah uh, i agree something to ban it and then it's gonna so that's that's my feelings and i think
1: that kind of goes along with the next um article where it was like the metaverse is quickly turning into the metaverse thanks will um for that article because it's you know, I think two kind of AIs were released around the same time. There's the metaverse has been out for longer where it's like, yeah, you didn't really solve a problem. And it's like, oh my gosh, if you can save me five minutes from writing an email, like, uh, you know, and that compounds into a year, like how much time am I saving? So this is actually solving a problem and the metaverse wasn't. And I think even that's why, um, Disney this week, I think cut like their whole division of the metaverse because they're like, Okay, we see where the value is. Maybe not putting on silly little glasses and traveling around a forest. Maybe it's um, I don't know what the metaverse is clearly.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, but I think the um, like like Kevin talked about like in like Minecraft is a is a metaverse yeah. like an existence within that. Like it has yeah. its own currency, it has its own social hierarchy. Like it has a, it can exist in itself. But yeah, like you're pointing out, like it didn't solve anything, and I don't think the demand for lesser in real life things that does make sense i think people want more in real life experiences yeah. now more than ever like i think as we and this is like philosophical yeah future futurist futurist episode but like i think as we grow in tech like ai the desire to be more quote tribal or in nature or out there will increase so almost be like on these like really far, um, like outliers, like we'll be like extremely technological, like we are, I guess just more. But then like, when we want to escape from that, like we really want to go all in. So metaverse really was like, Oh gosh, like we're going further, like less. We're not going to be with people. Like I don't want to go to metaverse concert. Like I want to go to a real life concert and feel like the bass like just hit my body. Yeah. And like the lights like blind me. Right. That's what you want to experience. Not like Oh, I got my Quest Two on, and I'm sitting here. You know, it's funny,
1: and again, kind of going way too in the hole. Sorry, everyone. Um, I think that aligning with COVID too, where you're like, I just want to go to the grocery store, and I'm (laughs) in Washington State where they went extra. Um,
0: That's a nice way to put it. It
1: it was it it happened here, right? So I was like a couple miles from it, but that's all of my story. Um. I think you're right. It was like, ah, no, I would really like to go out and touch things and be in places. And I think the people who don't want to be remote, aren't remote. People who want to be remote are remote, Mm -hmm. but you know, still have their own um, things. So, um, but going back to, I think what the metaverse is different from AI and solutions, like, just like some people are very skilled at creative writing congrats julie you won the life wow. lottery on on creative uh writing you and you and kevin definitely um but i think for the people who realize that that is a they need a little extra um what a great um tool and i've even seen writers where it's like okay i'm f- like give me a writing prompt and um i've even seen it in reddit where it's like one sentence and everyone has to kind of create their own prompt oh, um, yeah. mm-hmm. so that's that's always like a fun thing to just just spark more creativity within people um but we'll see I, it would be really interesting andrew i wish i could time travel right but um yeah to see how it does impact in 10 years and five years the career growth yeah
0: both of those oh. Yeah, metaverse see how it does maybe it's combined somehow with with the uh with ai wow. and then how does that uh intertwine with with homes hmm. other than a home is real like There's no like, I know we could like attach metaverse experiences to it. And during like the shopping designing phase, but I don't, I don't think, here's me, young millennial making a prediction. Like, I don't think we'll ever not have in person experiences to help you buy a home. No,
1: and I think like you want to
0: touch and feel and walk around a physical object, like the countertop, like the island and the kitchen.
2: Like,
0: I'm sure if you really heat map, like where people go. That's where all the communication happens when you're meeting with a sales agent is at the island in the kitchen, like right there. Someone's leaning on the counter, like someone's writing something. Like that's, and I don't. You can't replace that with with metaverse.
2: Mm-mm.
0: And you pretend. All yeah,
2: stuff. it's yeah, it's it's never. It's always going to be hard to build trust with anything but humans. You know what I mean? It's going to be hard to build that relationship and trust with somebody. And so until. Until it does something that gets beyond that jump of you talking to what you feel like as a robot. Um, I don't I, I don't know. I don't. It's it's gotta do something big. There's gotta be another yeah. jump from where it is now. And right now they're kind of at a log jam, I feel like. I
1: mean, we see it on site now, you know, a, a person will be like, Oh, my community, it's just doing okay and pre-sales doing okay. The model opened, boom, we sold a ton of homes. Like <laughs> people want to touch, feel, feel the heights of that space of the 10 foot ceilings versus the eight foot ceilings and just understand the, the value of the space around them to how they're going to interact with it. So you're right. I I could see like, it'd be fun to like do something and like the colors change, but, um, as every person who ever has a a design team, you could hear their heart just probably leap out of their chest at that because they're like, the colors are Pantone off or like, there's definitely going to be, um, be, be yeah. tweaks that are unach- unachievable with even uh, that element, but yeah, five Definitely. years
0: is Agreed.
1: is going to be fun. I think we'll see.
0: Yeah, hopefully, yeah. Just seven years. Twenty thirty, that seems ridiculous. 30. 20, 30.
1: there we go. Get out of the roaring. 20,
0: that's like uh, I think that's when my oldest graduates high school, so that will be depressing. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, I'll be an old man then. Yeah, I will be old. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> You're um, like, shut up. <laughs> 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 your time out. <laughs> Get him out of here. Uh, oh so man, what else do we have this week? Current oh.
1: favorites now.
0: Ooh.
1: What do you have, Andrew?
0: Oh man, what is my current favorite? Ooh, I don't know if I really have one other than there is this dessert place. I love food, obviously. It's called Peach Cobbler Factory that we're trying to find time to go to. It's in Tampa. So I'm by the beaches in Tampa Bay, if you've been here. I feel like half the people I talk to are like, oh, we're going to Sarasota, St. Pete. Like we're by the beach, Tampa's over the bridge. Anyway, it's 45 minutes away. So they have like 12 different, just do 12 flavors, 12 flavors of cobblers, cinnamon rolls, and then banana, like bread puddings. Like, so that's like 36 different choices. And they're all like, they have like a maple bacon cinnamon roll. That sounds perfect to me. That sounds so they have like that kind of savory. Then they have like the tart, like. Blueberry crumble cinnamon roll, or whatever. I'm like, oh my gosh, and they have that everything for flights, <laughs> so you can get you know, like four of those, four of those, four of those. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh gosh, like I'm the always that is, the outlier. Really me.
1: I hate sweets, like, oh my gosh, I know it's like when they come to serve the desserts, like you were saying, Andrew. I'm like, send them away. No. Like, I it's can it's always, like,
0: there's it, there's not like one thing you're like, oh, I really like. I'm trying to think what's Probably not like a a, super sweet dessert. I used to
1: work at Starbucks in my youth, 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 first job. In your youth? And uh, it was. That sounds
0: I, so Seattle, by the way. Like I, was, like, I lived Starbucks. in Chicago. Oh, you're like, in Chicago. Yeah, I lived in, in Chicago. Like,
1: yeah. I am from in the Midwest. Um, it was the, I think, lemon orange scone. Like, okay. I can always go for a scone, but I told my husband that. And he's like, that's not a dessert. That's a breakfast.
0: <laughs> that's a sad, <laughs> crunchy, dry muffin. I know it's dispersed. a dry
1: muffin. Yeah, so sorry. I,
0: okay, so lemon. So you would choose like a lemon cake over like a chocolate or no, something? No, I would
1: not choose lemon. I just, okay. I always skip dessert. So
0: no.
1: I'm, I'm sorry. Rushing, I'm, I'm the outlier. Now. <laughs> but it sounds good. for It sounds good.
0: People. It looks good. It looks like it. And like branding's on point. Everything's like, I'm like this. I'm, it has to be good.
1: And how'd they get you in? They're social? Social.
0: Social yeah.
1: posts. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. Coming soon, coming soon, coming soon. And sure enough, it's like coming soon. like all these different flavors popping up like with the actual pictures of it i'm like are you joking me (laughs) because how many cobblers can you name apple blueberry peach it's kind of like normal ones
1: normal and they
0: got like all these other ones i can't remember um i am just bread and whatever crumble is flour i don't know Bar butter bar butter yeah can't go wrong with that (laughs) julie julie (laughs) what do you got
2: I really had trouble this week coming up with one. Usually I give whatever book I'm reading and I'm in book Mm. club and everybody in my book club loves this book. It's one of the most popular fiction books out there. I didn't like it. So I'm trying to make this decision of like, are you the downer at book club? That's like, mm, when you know everybody loves it.
0: You're an author. How about your
2: favorite thing is book club? I know, but that makes me, because like obviously I know that she is an amazing writer. I just didn't like it. So um yes, yeah, so book club is amazing and I'm glad I read the book, but I'm gonna be the Are we allowed
1: to know what book or do you not want to
2: Well yeah, no, but then everybody's gonna be like, oh, I love that book. It was lessons in chemistry. Hmm. Have you heard of that it. one? Hmm. It's enjoyable. It just I had a lot of you had to suspend um like reality to kind of as part of it. And I had trouble with that. Anyway, um, but what it's I actually am, I have been this is a little one, but um Passion tea, like uh, Tazo, mm. was the yeah. kind. Of, it's like a passion fruit orange, but you make it into iced tea instead of hot mm. tea, and that's what I've been drinking every single day. I'm, What's the a full
0: flavor? You mix it, it with lemonade.
2: Um, no, I do. People don't care. I do one green tea bag and one passion fruit bag, and then um, a little bit of sugar or honey. And then drink it as iced tea all day long. Oh, that's man. like been my go-to. So that
0: sounds good. That sounds not very like,
2: exciting, but that's my.
0: That's like what a Starbucks I'm obsessed drink
2: with right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really
1: good.
0: Yeah, we'll get the one well, with lemonade. I'm so
2: tired of water, and it's just enough like little bit of flavor that I'm not having to like force myself to down a bunch of water every day. So,
0: and for those listening and not watching. Julie has two black eyes from jujitsu. <laughs> she doesn't have two black eyes. No, I <laughs> you can barely notice it. So I think that's a favorite thing
2: across my face. And I have see these. Oh, I have two little. You oh, and I have like, a bruise right there. Oh my Sentent. gosh!
0: You look yeah. like and with that angle. It's like you, <laughs> something terrible happened to you. Got in a car wreck the it's other just, day. It's
2: just jujitsu. It was good. Jiu-jitsu. It was a good class this morning. We that's worked crazy.
0: hard. <laughs> I was talking to someone. Um, distraction. He's a white belt. He's been uh, doing jujitsu for like I don't know, over a year and a half. And Julie, you're purple, right? I'm
2: purple. I'm like, yeah. Someone I work with. In. She's
0: purple, and he's like, really? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. She's like our security, you know. <laughs> and it's like, you're like, like, you wouldn't yeah. know
2: it if you met her, though. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't would... think people meet me and think.
0: And, no. and this guy's like three. He's a big dude, 300 pounds. And he's telling stories about like, oh, I tried to, you know, roll this guy. He was I forgot what color belt, but like my size, like I'm I'm like 100 pounds less than him. It's so like I thought I could just like move my weight around. No, like he ki- he killed me, and he was being nice with me. Yeah. I going to start that. Jackie, what do you got?
1: <laughs> so I, I mentioned the team. We traded in my husband's uh, 2011 Ford Focus, which if you Google it, looks like every sedan ever. And we got a 2021 a Honda Passport and it's night and day. I haven't had, I'm this sure. is like our first, I wouldn't say it's a new, new car. It's a family car. Um, but I was wondering okay. if it's like the same thing with someone, you know, it's like, oh, I have a 1960s house. And then they move into a new construction house. And you're just like, I don't have to worry about the walls, <laughs> like I yeah. about this. <laughs> I was like, the things are heated; like this room doesn't get too cold. Like that,
0: all um, the toilets work right. There's no like, <laughs> oh wait, 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 don't use that one. Oh
1: like, well, <laughs> my! Well, my friend bought a, like a ninth. They bought in Chicagoland. They bought a uh, like it was like a 1910 house, and after a year they moved. Oh. I was like, why did you move? And they're like, the pipes. The pipes are tiny. The pi- everything backs up, and they're like, you think you built by this cute little old house, or but it's like a cute little old car. It just breaks down and then you have to get yeah. very unique parts. And it's like, I don't want to have to deal with this. So, uh, the car was starting to get a little questionable and yeah. <laughs> we, well, there's shocks. I don't just, we're, we're not handy people with cars. So we, we got a new cars car to work on that cars really, really do. I'm like,
0: I, I used to back in the day, like my car, I'm like, and now I'm my like, dad no, would make me like change the oil
1: and know how to change. Like, I, I know how to do the things. I just don't want to like, I'm not want to stage. Like in my thirties, like I'm, let me give you sixty dollars. Like I'm just, yeah. I don't want to get covered in mud. Um, sister, driving it.
0: Oh. Well, how is it? That's like a midsize SUV. Yeah, awesome.
1: How's I'm that absolutely. with
0: all your hiking? And it's just like the hiking.
1: We hiking car. vehicle.
0: Yeah, we is just started the Olympic
1: National Forest. We were like, we have space because I have a Honda nice. um, HRV, which is like a very very tight little SUV, um, like the smallest you can buy, okay. um, and we love it. It's it's great. So I think I think too, like when you go from a decade up in a car or a decade oh, up in a house. to so just like, I didn't realize what I was missing. And, yeah. s- and now that I'm in love with it, like I, I can't go, like, I have heated steering wheel. I'm like, I'm not going back. You can't and make I, me I, go back.
0: So I'm a weirdo. I use heated steering wheel every time I drive, even oh, yeah. in the summer. Oh, I'm, uh, I just liked it hot. Like it's yeah, so it, strange.
1: It is one of those things. Now i um, my husband and I swap cars a lot. And I was like, this is my, this is mine now. So. This is mine. <laughs> yeah this fine. is mine
0: yeah, yeah 10 years yeah so that's like yeah uh ai where will that be in 10 years it's like War versus a new one you're like oh geez like and change in ten years speaking of i just got a text from ford orders your order yours now here's a chance to order your 2023 f-150 lightning i will oh, not that was be a ordering long
2: time ago that you
0: i it's almost two years i put the deposit down to be able i to remember purchase. you talking about buying it. one it just i don't have to deal with it and then my car like the truck yeah. Da, 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 like it, it makes no financial sense to, to get something new.
2: Had had you been getting um, like updates or is that um, the first did, time you've heard from them in two years?
0: I feel like an email a month for them. But like when I wanted content, like YouTube, what people put out that what that was not Ford, like just destroyed everything that, that they mm-hmm. did. So like, I could be like traveling in Florida F-150 and like, look at the maps as far as like, where can I charge, how we're going to the Keys in July. So that's um, going to Key West. That's like eight hour drive. So if we took that truck, I'd have to plan. I'm like, that sounds awful. Like I just want to get up at mm-hmm. five yeah. in the morning, yeah, and get there by twelve to one. Mm-hmm. And like, if I need to fill up, then I fill up. Cool, and be on the road yeah. in five minutes.
1: Yeah, we originally wanted a hybrid. And we were just like, that's not there yet. But we need a car now. So maybe in yeah. five years, it'll the city will force us. But we're we're not there yet. So very
0: yeah. awesome. cool. Well, that's fun. Always fun change. All right. Well, that is it. Um, Thank you for listening. Don't forget to become a member for free of DYC's all-access community app for home builders and developers. Watch behind-the-scenes videos from this podcast, frequent exclusive postings and analysis from the DYC team, access to private Hangouts, and more. See y'all.
3: Yeah. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Market Proof Marketing. Can't wait for the next one or looking to connect with other new home marketers? Become a member of our private community, DYC All Access, which is 100% free and always will be. Get exclusive content not shared anywhere else, access to private events and the ability to join a marketing impact group with other marketers like you around the country. Visit our link in the show notes or members.doyouconvert.com to join. All opinions expressed by me, Andrew Peek, Jackie Lipinski, and our castmates are solely our own opinions. Now get to work and make sure your company is market-proof.